Technology.ie, it's Tuesday, August 11th, 2015. Technology.ie is brought to you by Ireland's premier hosting and domain registration company, Black Knight. Black Knight offer a comprehensive range of hosting and domain solutions for businesses of all shapes and sizes, no matter where they are in the world. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Conor Mwinichon. Uh, today we're in the office of Michaela Nealon, Black Knight CEO. How are you doing? Not bad. Uh, since we spoke to you last, you were at Hosting Con in San Diego, and uh, we've also been preparing for ICANN, which is coming up fast. It's the kind of summer doldrums at the moment, the dog days of August, uh, Michele. But um, September is going to be very busy in Ireland, and October, and November. I don't think there's such a thing as a quiet period, Con. I mean, there's, it might be quieter, mm. In some aspects, but damn busy for the most part. We're also going to talk about new products that Black Knight is introducing, some uh, points of debate that have come up in the domains industry in recent times as well, about premium domains and pricing relating to those uh, as well. But let's start by talking about ICANN 54, because that is the first ICANN meeting to be held in Ireland. It's going to be held in Dublin in October. And we've mentioned it before, Michele. It's getting very close and even closer. There's a pre-event being held in September. What's that about? Well, this is this is a great idea. I mean, the one of the issues for for ICANN is you know ICANN kind of gets parachuted into some city in some country somewhere, and sure, the ICANN Roadshow, as it were, uh, will will arrive towards the end of October. But the one of the problems is always being you know how do you get the local internet community engaged? How do you get them to turn up? How do you get them involved? And here in Ireland, you know, the the digital economy is is really important. We all know that. The government knows that. Everybody knows how, you know, looking at, say, you know, Web Summer that you mentioned. um, But they don't really appreciate the importance of the internet governance aspect, you know, the ICANN side of things, um, IGF, dealing with policy stuff and everything else. Until, of course, you know, stuff breaks. And then it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's the end of days. So, in the run-up to the ICANN meeting, which is being held towards the end of October, they're organising an event event on the 17th of September in downtown Dublin, in the Dean Hotel in the Mm. Blue Room, I believe. Um, It's running from about half five in the evening until about eight o'clock in the evening. And what they're doing is bringing together a few few local people, so I'll I'll be there. Um, You'll have Richard Brown, who is... Um, with DCEN, DCENR, so he's the Irish GAC representative, he's the Irish representative, government representative to the Government Advisory Committee within ICANN. Um, Maria Farrell, who uh, used to work for ICANN uh, back in the day, um, but nowadays is involved in internet governance stuff in the UK, though she is Irish. Mm. And uh, Jean-Jacques, um, who is the ICANN VP for Europe. He's like ICANN's head honcho mm-hmm. in, in EMEA. So it's you know, European, Europe and the Middle East. And the, the idea there is like is really it's kind of, you know, why is this important? Why should you care? Um, we're going to have a moderator who will probably seed a few questions. And depending on who turns up for it, then, you know, the, it, it could be kind of, you know, ICANN, ICANN for beginners, or maybe it could be something a lot more complex. I mean, it depends on who's going to turn up for that. Yeah. Um, I put something up, up on our blog about that earlier to, earlier this morning, 
Um, it's it's great opportunity actually because I blogged about this last week as well on the occasion of uh, your re-election as chairman of the Registrar Stakeholder Group uh, within ICANN. Congratulations, by the way, oh, uh, for your third and final term. That's a rule, is it, in ICANN? Well, the the thing is, okay, the the each stakeholder group constituency has its own bylaws, rules, and rules of procedure, and all that stuff. So, um, you know, there's there's term limits for a bit different posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not 100% sure off the top of my head now if if at, at the ICANN itself, higher up the chain, whether there's absolute limits on every single post that's kind of mandated. But I assume there are, must be something up there. I haven't actually looked at it. Yeah. But it, well, the way it is for, for the Registrar Stakeholder Group is that any position on the on the Executive Committee is has a maximum term of, of three years. Uh, so this year is my last term as chair. And I think that I will be retiring. Sorry, I mean, no, then I'll be retiring. Oh, well, no. It's an interesting point, Michaela, because uh, there's a lot of work put into this, and it's voluntary work uh, yeah. put into participating in internet governance, uh, whether you're chairing a, a stakeholder group like you are or at any other level. And in one way, it's easy to see uh, why people might say, well, that doesn't contribute directly to my bottom line. Maybe I won't spend any time on that. Uh, but as I pointed out in the post I made last week, as I think you have argued in the past, um, this affects your business in in the sense that your business is internet, your business is domains, your business is hosting, your business is making sure that it all works. And uh, as you say, if you leave it to other people, Michele, uh, it may not work out the way you like it. Well, this is exactly the reason why a lot of us are involved in that it's not, you can't, as you say, you can't really neatly say, uh, oh, if I put X number of hours into, into Project X or Project Y or whatever, that I will get whatever return you can't do that it's impossible it'd be great if you could but no the reality is you can't you know the policy stuff that's out there it has it has a direct and tangible impact on us um you look at say who is policies you look at domain expiry policies transfer policies i mean a lot of these things are have a direct have a direct and tangible impact on how we're able to conduct business how we're how we are have to interact with our customers and you know there's there's bigger issues here at play which kind of are outside the scope of what ICANN does, but ICANN acts in many respects as a kind of a facilitator for some of the dialogue. Um, like, you know, the, the copyright stuff, for example, um, that's a huge, huge, huge topic. Um, if, you lo- if you look at some of the links that um, I've shared on Flipboard and on Twitter over the last week or so, you know, the, you're seeing more and more of these situations where... Um, big content, big copyright companies, um, because they're dealing with such a huge scale of abuse, they they use automated systems. But those automated systems screw up, and they screw. And when they screw up, there's a lot of nasty collateral damage. And you know, for us as a hosting provider and as a registrar, you know, we're we're dealing with these things. We're also dealing with issues around freedom of speech, um, like which under Irish law is well, how can I put this genteely? Uh, far from guaranteed, mm. as we've seen over the last week with Dennis O'Brien again threatening um, a number of online publications and web web hosting providers um, to remove content, which was pure satire, mm. which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Mm. Mr. O'Brien um, obviously hasn't heard of the Streisand effect, mm. um, and it, it. I mean, I'm quite bemused by why he would invest so much time energy and effort in this these kind of bully boy tactics 
It's interesting because, uh, as you, you mentioned, the Streisand effect there, in a way, what's actually happened, in a way, is that uh, lots, it has multiplied. There are lots of digs, there are lots of, lots of jibes, there are lots of uh, uh, collateral uh, attacks it's now. Mushroom, it's the mushroom yeah. effect. I mean, yeah. the, the reality is this. If, if, a, if a single, like, okay, admittedly, uh, Waterford Whispers and Broadsheet are both fairly popular websites. Yes. Well, actually, they're more than fairly popular. They're very popular. So they obviously have a very large audience. I'm not sure what the numbers are, and to be frank, I don't really care. But the fact that he went to the trouble of of pursuing Waterford Whispers in the first instance meant that 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 um, Broadsheet and others yes then started publishing things. Whereas if he'd ignored it, nothing would have happened. It would have fizzled out. Mm-hmm. You know, yet another yet another story on Waterford Whispers. Satire, nobody takes it seriously, we all have a laugh, and we've all forgotten about it within a couple of days. But, you know, targeting them over that? You know, we're now we're going to be we're going to see this going continuing to be discussed it, for several news cycles. More, no doubt about it. It's a story that's developing, and and uh, as we speak, it's 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 changing. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, how that goes. I think we'll be coming back to it again, Michaela. With that, I'd say so. I'd say so. Let, um, let's get back to internet governance. Not as interesting as internet satire, and, uh, and well, the two like things that, go hand in hand. I mean, they do, and you it, it's led you right into it, as you say yourself. But again, I suppose the point is that um, people are stakeholders. There is uh, people. Are Organisations, companies, governments, law enforcement—everyone has a stake of one sort or another uh, in yeah, how the, the internet pro- is The problem run. is, though, this is when a lot of this stuff is that the average user doesn't get involved. Yeah. So this is why you know, coming back to the entire IK fifty four pre-event. Yeah. You know, for people who operate in the internet business, who are maybe they have an online business, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're just interested. They just use the internet. Who knows? I mean, you know, come along. Get, yeah. Register for that event. Find out what's going on because you know this is is probably one of the few times that a big internet governance type commi- um, event like this is going to be held in Dublin. I mean, don't forget, I can the ICANN meeting is public and it's free to attend. There's no cover charge. There's no tickets. You just turn up and that's it. I mean, you can register online in advance, obviously, and we'd recommend people do so that yeah. for planning purposes. But there's no cover charge. It's free. It's not like a lot of the other other events that you're going to attend or you see being held in Dublin and elsewhere where you're going to have to pay anything from 50 euro through to several hundred, if not thousands of euro. It's 100% free to attend, so there's no excuse. Uh, it's a great opportunity, the pre-event in, in September, to find out more. And we'll also be doing content, uh, Michele, over the next uh, couple of months leading up to the pre-event and the event itself. Uh, everything you wanted to know about ICANN, but we're afraid to ask. Exactly. Uh, and we'll try and cover as much of it as we can. Uh, there, As I say, there are a lot more events coming up as well. The Web Awards uh, nominations are open at the moment. Uh, that's closing on the 20th of this month of August. And uh, Black Knight is sponsoring a category in that, uh, which is the... Uh, uh, best SME website for a large SME. Yeah, well, I mean, this you know it follows on. I mean, we've we have been involved with with the Web Awards in some shape or form for for years. I mean, it's it's not a new thing for us. Um, so we're we're very happy to be involved again this year. Um, following on from our sponsorship of um, of the SME Awards, we're actually sponsoring two categories. We're sponsoring the best best website of a startup mm. and the best SME website for a large, large mm. best SME large. 
Sorry, this is mm-hmm. a bit of a mouthful. There, there are a number of categories depending on the size of the organisation. Yeah, so the thing, yeah. so we're we're, spon- we're sponsoring two categories. I mean, we, we've sponsored we've actually sponsored two categories <clears throat> at the Web Awards for the last couple of years. Um, but you know, it, it, as with all these with all these awards, they add new categories, they remove categories, they rejig them. Uh, so you know, we're you know we're happy to be involved with that, and we're looking forward to attending the event or having somebody attend on our behalf mm. using the royal we of course because I can't actually remember for the off- offhand whether I'm even in the country that week and uh, it's as you say categories get added uh, things get changed things get updated podcasting is back as a category this year I think for the first time in many years uh, people are saying podcasting has come of age Michaela well it's like a lot of these things I think it's it's like it's cyclical I mean if you look at what they're talking about now and in terms of marketing content marketing is where a lot of people are putting emphasis uh, but you know you see this it, you see these rises and falls so you know google plus rose fell and i think now it's it's still it's still in decline mm. maybe one could even say in freefall um you you know you see you've seen the rise and the fall uh, of various other other social networks of various other media down through the years you know blogging is definitely not dead even though somebody will announce its death every time, year every every month i'd say <laughs> Um, podcasting, I think it's I think it's just evolving. I don't think mm. it's a question of it whether it's more alive now than before. I think it's just evolving. It's and how people are interacting. I mean, don't forget, you know, if you look at the amount of bandwidth people have available to them, you look at how connected their devices, their cars, everything else are. I mean, being able to consume that kind of content is probably easier today than it was two or three years ago. So you know this this it's an evolution. It's an evolution. Okay, uh, we want to talk about a new product that Black Knight is bringing bringing in to help small business market themselves online, and we'll do that in just a moment. But before we do that, uh, Michaela, I want to talk about uh, a blog post you wrote last week, which uh, I think took you talk about marketing, you talk about promoting your business, you talk about driving sna- sales and things like that. But uh, there's also a certain education of the market that's needed from mm. time to time, uh, as basically to educate people about the products that they're interested in buying and how they work and why things are priced the way they are. And uh, you were compelled to take uh, fingers to keyboard last week and uh, explain about premium domains and the pricing structure around those. First of all, Michele, what is a premium domain? Well, I suppose the, the, the simplest way of looking at it is a premium domain is a domain name that objectively is better than another domain. So let's... Uh, if you the And thinking of it in terms of real estate... Um, in the Irish context, if you want to, to open a high street shop, um, getting an address on Grafton Street or O'Connell Street, and actually O'Connell Street's a great example, because O'Connell Street's all over the country, it's usually the main street, but getting it on, on O'Connell Street is obviously going to be a hell of a lot better for you if you if you rely on football than getting it in some backwater, some back street, some alley away from where most people are going. So... Taking looking at the domain space, for example. Um, so you're talking about good generic words, keywords, for example. You're talking about yeah. shorter, catchier, easier to remember. Um, so, for example, say with um, say with dot Irish as an example, or, or say dot, dot, dot club, for example, wine dot club. Mm. That is a category killer, kick-ass premium domain name. It sold at auction earlier this year. I think it went for. I think it went for six figures. I can't remember the exact figure off the top of my head, but it was. But you know, you think about this: a wine club mm. um, that they may not be 
Well, they are relatively popular here, but you look at wine clubs globally, they're massive. And, and it's an issue that's coming up again and again now that we're opening up new yeah, namespaces with, uh, with new top-level so domains. So a great example, though, talking about .com, a great example was last year we talked about it, the Irish company that bought Teamwork.com and renamed their whole company of around course, it. Yeah, I mean, and they paid six figures for that as well. Yeah, and this is the thing that you know, people need to realise is that, sure, yes, you can register your crappy, your crappy name dot whatever hyphen with hyphens <laughs> and missing vowels and extra adjectives and all sorts of other junk thrown in there and you can get that at standard registration fee be that um, a tenner a year or 30 or 40 50 euro a year depending on the domain extension and look if you look at at what a lot of startups do when I mean, they're they you know it's kind of cool and sexy to to use you know alternative domain extensions and not just new TLDs, but things like, say, .io or mm. .fm or .am or .tv and all these other kind of hip extensions in some shape or form. And that's fine. That's grand. But, you know, the, the reality is if you, want, if you want to get that super-duper easy-to-remember domain name that people aren't going to get screw up when they're typing it in, they're, they're going to remember it. They're, they're going to have instant recall. I mean, all that. That's, that's what you're talking about, the premium. I, I interviewed Stephen O'Sullivan recently. He's a, a guy that uh, runs a printing uh, company based in Kerry. And they've recently invested... I interviewed him for the Trailblazers.Irish podcast series. They've recently invented, invested in uh, printing.irish, yeah. and, uh, which they're, they're, they're marketing and using, building a business around. But uh, he put it very well, he said, and he advises clients in relation to this as well. He said, if you have to explain or spell your domain name, over the phone to somebody, you are losing. You're losing st- ground straight away. If you have got a, a, a good generic keyword or something like that that people can twig straight away, you're in business. Well, this is the, the thing. I mean, it's it's like, you know, you've got to remember, um, it doesn't matter what people say about, you know, oh, the decline of this, the decline of that, and the growth of apps and the growth of the other. Open any newspaper. Mm. You'll see people talking about companies, you see people talking about products, talking about services, people spending money on advertising, listen to the, listen, turn on the radio, turn on the TV. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff, it's, it's all going to be driven by a domain name, by a URL, by some way of getting you, as the consumer, mm. to the product or the service. Yeah. And, and anything that, that decreases... The friction is going to help you. Okay, so, so we, we get it. So yeah. let's, you know, put this, yeah. let, but just to finish off this, let's put this in context, right? Um, a premium .irish or a .club domain name, you could be talking about as little as 100 or 200 euro mm. first year. And then it reduces at the standard rate due to the way they have their pricing. Now, there's other mm. premium names where you're, you're going to be paying a premium for that name in perpetuity. Okay. But let's put it. But like that depends us, on the registry, does it? What exactly. their policy? Is. The registry. Okay. The registry has its policies, okay. and you know, based on what they've decided, they can say, right, well, you know, we're going to do this, and and, the, and what that means is that if it's a thousand euro in year one, it's a thousand euro in year ten or mm-hmm. year twenty as well. And again, as you say, if you want an address in O'Connell Street, if you want um, location, location, location on in the well, physical realm. Uh, you pay for it, and so too with with actual premium domain names. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is it. I mean, you okay. want it's these are for better domain names. Now, okay. So, where does the com- confusion arise, Michele? Uh, or what is it that that uh, you felt you had to explain? Well, this is one of the problems. Okay, this, this, there's a couple of bits to it. First off, a lot of people don't understand 
the intrinsic value that there is that there is with a better domain name. Mm. They don't understand that if I want to brand myself as Michaeli.irish or Michaeli.me or um, CEO.hosting or email.hosting or any one of these different things, I'm making a choice. And that choice may in many many cases cost me slightly more. Because you know, I'm I've made the decision to to simplify things, and because I've simplified it and chosen chosen one of these more generic terms, I'm paying a slight premium for that. The problem, of course, is that there's other companies out there who aren't ICANN accredited, who aren't dealing directly with the registries, and what they're doing is they're doing a really simple, quite it's a very simple lookup: is domain X available? And then they're presenting to the public, saying yes, this domain name is available to register. And sure, well, look, you know, it's a dot Irish, so it's this amount per year, or it's a dot club, so it's this amount per year, and they're not factoring in these premium price names. Which means that then, uh, if someone does happen to choose a premium uh, price to name, um, they then have to go back to them and say, "Sorry, uh, we ordered this. We took your. Yeah, we ordered this. You you ordered this with us. Uh, we took your money, uh, but actually, we can't complete this, and we have to come back to you now and say that that's a bad experience, really, for the customer." Well, there's, there's, there's two sides to that. One, it's a bad experience. The other thing is then is we had a number of people coming to us and accusing us of gouging people of squatting, of overcharging, of a whole range of different crimes. But in actual fact, what was happening was that you were actually quoting the real price because you had a direct, because you have a direct relationship with the registry. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, if, for example, you see, I don't know, let me actually do a quick look here now for laughs and giggles. I will choose, like, a first name, so first name dot Irish is a simple one to, to check. So, um... Because first, but the, the the registry. I'm not 100 sure exactly which how the registry chose all of the of these premium names, but a lot of them were common Irish first names. So Nile Irish, premium name. We're selling it for 300 euro exvat. But when you say that, you know that that's the price you're getting from the well. That's the price you're quoting based on the wholesale price you're paying the registry. Exactly. So, okay, the the price from the registry is obviously slightly lower than that. But hey, um, last time I checked, we weren't a charity. Okay. So, so, so we're, be- we're obviously marking okay. It up so slightly. because I, Black Knight is I can accredited Michele, uh, because you deal directly with the registry, you are able to say with authority that is the retail price. It's more than authority. That is the price. That is the price. That's you the correct. Sell. That's the correct price. You can if sell I, for that if, price. If I can... click on the buy now button, that domain name will get registered, okay. and you will have access to that domain name within a few minutes. So, what happens if you go to a non-accredited uh, company uh, and try to re- uh, if they, ask to register if that same? Ag- name? If they've if they've done an in- a proper integration, they should be displaying the same prices okay. and everything else. But the problem has arisen more than once, where there's at least one company active in the Irish market who is offering these premium names mm. at standard prices. And so they're not able to offer... They're not able to complete the transaction. Mm. They're not able to offer the pri- the domain at that price because to do so, well, would be insane because mm. they'd be looking at, best-case scenario, um, offering it for retail at 10% of the, 10% of the wholesale price. Mm. So they're taking a hit. Mm. Selling selling a domain name for thirty euro when it's costing you three hundred, 
That is that doesn't scale. And as us. as we've seen, they're not doing that. They're actually mailing back the customer. Oh yeah, you know they're they're actually saying, saying they're you know it's going to cost you more than we originally. Well, they can't. As far as I can tell, they're not actually even able to offer offer the premium names. Okay, but I mean, you know, the thing is, is that it's it's a it's a bad experience for everybody. Okay, I mean, and from our perspective, you know, there's also this thing, as you say, about education. I mean, trying to explain to people, look, we're not gouging you we're 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 offering you a thing like McCain, or, or the word that has been used is squatting which is again this happens all the time yeah. squatting okay there's two things with this one squatting it's a it's an abbreviated version of cyber squatting um which if you look at wikipedia it's all related to the lanham act and things like that where you're talking about me or anybody else going along and purposefully registering a domain name that infringes on somebody's registered rights. So let's just say, for argument's sake, um, I was to pick on, okay, Grumpy Cat. Okay, Grumpy Cat's a registered trademark, registered to Grumpy Cat's owners, and blah, 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 blah. So if I was to go off and register Grumpy Cat dot video, just as a stupid example, and, and then try to sell it to Grumpy Cat's owners then that would be squatting. Mm. And in fact, there's a procedures in place oh, yeah, where yeah, they, yeah. Can, they can oh, take no, of course. action. But, and, but the, problem, yeah. the problem is you see a lot of the time um, is that people go, oh, well, that domain name is more expensive than I'd like or that domain name is taken, then obviously you're squatting because I want that domain name. And like, I'm sorry, what? There, there was a case, there's a case uh, going at the moment relating to uh, Domino's Pizza uh, where uh, an individual has registered domino's.pizza and uh, that is cyber squatting. And would you? Well, f- oh, you know, totally. Yeah. That, totally. Now, that, I mean, that's one of those interesting ones. I mean, there's a, there's a dot pizza TLD. Mm. Um, it's unfortunate that the Domino's didn't get the advice from somebody to say, "Hey, there's a dot pizza TLD. You really need should get Domino's dot pizza." But the fact that somebody, but just because Domino's didn't register the domain name doesn't mean that somebody else has that right. So it'd be a little like me going off and registering Apache.pizza. I can do it, assuming it hasn't been taken already, but Apache Pizza, who are a well, a relatively well-known chain of pizza, pizza parlors here in Ireland, they would be entitled to come after me. So... You know, so that's, that's cyber-squatting, Michele, and that's what that means uh, when we talk about cyber-squatting. But it's not the same thing as investing, for example, in a domain name premium or otherwise. No, no, it's totally, uh, two totally different things. With a view to perhaps... Um, that, I mean, it's like I can speculate on domain names yes. if I want to. So, again, this shouldn't be confused with the premium names. So let's say you look at domain investors and, you know, hands up, I've done it a bit in the past and I'll do it again mm-hmm. in the future. I have bought domain names and I will continue to buy domain names with with a view to possibly reselling them or mm. possibly developing them. And I've acquired domain names that fit into that same space mm. because I know damn well that they are, they're, you know, objectively better mm. and worth more. Um, and that's the same as, as with anything else. I mean, I've got, if you look here in my office, I've got some nice mugs and cups and things mm. like that. You know, they're, they're something somebody could collect. Mm. Is there something wrong with me speculating in in attractively designed cups? Is there something wrong with me or you or anybody else, you know, buying and selling, I don't know, mobile phones, watches, whatever? I mean, this. Meanwhile, you've bought it. You hope perhaps to turn a profit in the future if you can sell it. And meanwhile, the registry has had the benefit of you paying for it and, and they, they're reaping the reward on their investment in setting it up. Well, of course, yeah. But then, but the premium names, these are names that are not registered now. Mm. 
These are names that have never been registered. They're not. Res- they're not. They're not reserved. They're not held. They're just priced differently. That's all. The ones we're offering are the ones where um, you pay upfront. You pay a higher amount upfront in the first year, and then it renews at the, fir- uh, at the at the normal rate for subsequent years. We're not offering the other ones, not for any philosophical reason. It's just down to a practical issue we have. Our billing system at the moment doesn't support it, and we don't want a situation where we offer you as a customer the ability to buy something from us knowing full well that we, we aren't going to be able to give you that proper experience with it. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying that all experiences with us are awesome and fantastic, but when I know damn well it's not going to work, I'm not, we're not even going to try. So we'll probably offer them at some point in the future, but the point being that you know, this, you know, we're offering the ones that we can, we can, we can provision properly. Mm. And this, there's, nothing, there's nothing weird about it. There's nothing odd about it. We're upfront about the pricing. And just, you know, if you if you have an issue, if you want to ask us a question, we're more than happy to answer it. But don't try to second-guess us on the pricing, because those are the prices. They're the prices we're getting, and it doesn't matter a damn if somebody else is offering those domains at a fraction of the price, because invariably, their prices are wrong. Mm. Not all domains are equal. No, not all domains are equal. All right, what else is on our uh, schedule there? One more thing we wanted to talk about, Michele. Uh, Black Knight has uh, introduced a number of new products recently. Today, you've announced one um, aimed at helping uh, small businesses to uh, market themselves online. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, this is this is part of this kind of strategy, I suppose, that we have in some respects of um, empowering our small business customers. I mean, the, the thing is, we know, we've built up a lot of experience down through the years. Um, you know, the vast majority of our customer base is small businesses. A lot of them are Irish, and the, and the majority of them are European. And, you know, small businesses have common issues. Now, this is a DIY uh, SEO product. Is that a, a good way to describe it's it? It's not just SEO. It's also online marketing. Because, I mean, on, marketing is more than just SEO. Um, I mean, ultimately, the thing is this, is that you... you you can re- you register a domain name. You create a website either yourself, you outsource it. Doesn't matter. You get you know you bu- you've built this thing. It's 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 this online presence for your business. But how do you get people to know about it? How do you amplify that presence? How do you maxi- maximize that presence? And I think and that essentially is what Ranking Coach is all about. It's about helping you. To, to make the most, be that of search engine optimization, of social media, uh, of other things, and also looking as well so you can see, you know, how are your competitors doing? You know, and you know, the, the thing is that it's not it's not aimed at um, marketing professionals. This is aimed at your average small business owner. You, you know, somebody who Maybe they're not a bit small business owner. Maybe they're just they're an employee of a small business, and they've been tasked with with working a bit on trying to, you know, manage the web, the website, and other aspects of of that, other other aspects of the kind of internet side of things. I mean, you look at a lot of small businesses today; um, they're still struggling with the net, but it's so important. I mean, you look at say um, location based services like Foursquare. Um, Google Maps or even Apple Maps, which you know is improving slowly but surely. There are huge marketing operations uh, opportunities there, aren't there? Massive. But I mean, the thing is this: like you, you think about it. Okay, sure. You co- you come to a town that you know, then you're going to go based on you know recommendations 
um, stuff you've already been to and everything else you get you end up in a town or city where you don't know where the hell what the hell is available you're going to f- probably rely on uh, one of these apps to help you like i'll often end up you know I'm, I'm tra- i travel a lot um, i'll open up foursquare and i'll be right okay i need something to eat i have no idea where the nearest restaurant is i have no idea what my options are i don't know there's a probably a ho- there's probably a restaurant at the hotel I've no idea whether the food they, they produce is considered to be good, bad, or indifferent. But if someone you know, let's say someone you're a friend with on Foursquare, for example, uh, rates or reviews a place uh, in, in this city, already you've got not just a suggestion based on your, your likes and tastes, but you've also got a personal recommendation. Oh, yeah, I mean, but this is the thing. I mean, the, the thing with the likes of ranking coaches is kind of helping, mm. helping a business to kind of go, right, well, look, here, leverage these things. Yeah. Get yourself listed on, listed on all these different services. Um, and then you know that that's kind of building a basis. I mean, I, I look at it when I look at say um, doing a search for uh, things like I don't know um, Carlo solicitors as just as an example, which I'll do now as a search, um, and you'll see immediately you know the first the ones that come up are the ones that have have listings of a website. Mm. So you see website everything they're listed. So it's helping people, as you say, to leverage these these search tools, leverage yeah. these opportunities that are there for marketing right now. And as you say, there's expertise out there and, and larger companies and organizations will pay experts in SEO and online marketing to help them with this. But there are a large number of small companies, Michele, who either will not or cannot um, hire that kind of expertise. This is putting it into their, their hands for how much? We're ta- I mean, we're talking about a tenner a month. Okay. And there's a free trial. And there's a free th- a free trial. I mean, everything these days we're offering, where where possible, we'll we'll try to give people a free trial. Be that a week, two weeks, a month, depending on what the products or service is. I can't give you free trials on domains, but <laughs> okay, a lot of other stuff I can. It's called Ranking Coach. Where can people find out more? On our website, go to blackknight.com forward slash ranking coach. Okay. As we say, we've got lots more to talk about. It's going to be a busy couple of months, I think, coming up, Michaela, with lots going on. There are going to be new products as well coming from Black Knight and new exciting things in terms of uh, offering a one-stop shop in terms of online and cloud services uh, for businesses. Oh, definitely. And you're going to see, you're going to see more and more of this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of these things where um, you know, we, we deal with these things behind the scenes. And some of the stuff has been... Um, been worked on for months if not longer but it's just trying to to get it to the point where we're happy to say yes this is now ready for people to use well we'll talk about more of that in 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 the weeks and months ahead and uh, also in relation to ICANN that's going to be very interesting uh, specifically the event in September 17th you said uh, yes. Michele in Dublin and we'll be including a series of podcasts in this series stay subscribed to this feed on technology.ie because we'll have more uh, in relation to ICANN and uh, an introduction if you like to ICANN leading up to the event uh, the ICANN 54 meeting in Dublin in October. That's it. Thanks, Michele. Thanks, Carl.